Well, hello, and welcome to Say Something Interesting, the follow-up podcast from East Lake Tri-Cities Church in Richland, Washington. My name is Brent Johnson. I'm the teaching pastor. With me is my friend, Megan. Hello, everyone. And uh, it is perfectly uh, good summertime weather here. <laughs> it is uh, a balmy 85 degrees. It is the day after the 4th of July when we are recording this on a Tuesday. How was your 4th, Megan? It was pretty chill and then a you, little bit stressful. You are a new homeowner yeah. in Richland. <laughs> yeah. So you finally... Probably, and I moved from Kennewick. Yeah, where there are no there, aerials. Which people still do fireworks, but it's not a lot less degree. because not it's degree. not allowed. And if it hit your house, you know, that it, over there it was an apartment, which would suck, yeah. but it's also not yours. Yeah. So were you like the neighbor that I saw last night just standing out with a garden hose ready to go? <laughs> I didn't. I don't have a hose. You don't own a host no, yet? No, not yet. Megan, I gave you a gift card to Ace Hardware. I know, but I've had other things I needed to buy, <laughs> like a new shower rod, which I put up today. Okay. Um, I'm just going to say this. You need a garden host. I know. Okay. okay. I thought about All it right. at several points this weekend, okay. and it didn't happen. Um, and no, but I was standing out on my back patio watching... Um, the fireworks go off over my house thinking, are you going to set my house on fire? Yeah. Who, which one of you suckers <laughs> is going to do this? <laughs> Richland's crazy, right? And then, yeah. And then I was like also formulating, okay, how am I going to get my cats in their carrier? Oh, yeah. And get them out of the house if it gets set on fire. They probably loved it, didn't they? Are they but like they hated sitting it. by the window, just no. watching it, enjoying it, taking they it all in? They hated it. Yeah. Herb is pretty sensitive to sounds. They're also still like... Adjusting to being in the new house, and yeah. he spent the whole night under the couch, just like alert and wide awake. Um, Spice like rotated between under my bed and under the couch, and kind of near me, but like slinking and like nervous the whole time. And then I finally like tried to pretended to go to bed at like eleven because I had to be up really early this morning. And I was like, okay, guys, come in here. And they both like ran into my room and went under my bed. And yeah, I was like, oh, guys, I'm sorry. So it's funny. Uh, if you had, if I had to rank the Tri Cities in terms, uh, you know, in terms of uh, firework displays, mm-hmm. uh, Kinnock would be at the bottom of my list. <laughs> uh, mostly because it still remains illegal, I think, in, until next year. They oh, announced they this it? year that they're changing it oh, for next oh. year. I, I, believe, I believe that that's correct. I read that somewhere. But don't don't like quote me on that. I'm not okay. like, I'm not like the Herald. Okay, so um, and then Pasco, it's freshly new. Like oh, okay. you can start doing it, but not aerials. You can do like fountains and I don't know poppers okay. and whatever else. And not that that means anything because people go now we can do them and yeah. they just do they them. Just so do them. we had we had some in our neighborhood going off on the third and fourth until yeah. Did very you know Richland has like hours of it's okay to do it? Yeah. Oh, and they, mean, they don't pay attention to that. Well, no, but If you like, give people a little bit of freedom, <laughs> yeah. then they're going to go to that spot and they're going to go a little bit further, yeah, which is sure. proof in, in Pasco and Richland because they're like, we're going to let you go. We're going to let you do fountains, but not aerials. We're, well, we're definitely going to do some aerials, right? Yeah. <laughs> well, we're going to let you go till midnight. All right, we're going to go till two in the morning. Yeah. You know what I mean? So yeah. that's just how it works. So uh, uh, at the bottom is Kennewick. Uh, a little bit higher than that is Pasco. Uh, and then Richland would be on top of that mm-hmm. and in, in there. But then f- And then a big gulf. And then you have West Richland. I know. West Richland is crazy. It, I, we got the invite to go to somebody's house out there who was going to set some off. And you never, you should never turn down an invite to go watch the 4th of July fireworks in West <laughs> Richland because it was like a war zone. Now, yeah. if you served in a world war I know, and currently I always have think PTSD, of that too. then you should probably rent a room, uh, go buy a hotel room uh, on the 4th of July in Kennewick 
or like Prosser or something or Walla Walla <laughs> or something like that. Yeah. And, and just enjoy life. Or like because a really small town in the middle of nowhere. I would say that my life was endangered multiple times. Yeah. <laughs> and there, the shrapnel, when the big ones would go off, yeah. would hit us in the head like... You, you would like fall down. You'd be like, oh, oh gosh. gosh, you know, brushing it off. <laughs> um, we sprayed uh, hot coals off a burning roof twice. Oh, my gosh. Um, I I lit off a spinner, bzzz, one of those yeah. ones that goes in the uh-huh. air, and it landed on the neighbor's house, and oh, he was no. out walking. And I don't even live in this house. It's not my neighbor. Oh, Brent. <laughs> um, so I felt real bad about that. Uh, but luckily, it was not lit still. Like, he came out and looked, and there was nothing on there, and he just, like, waved, and was like, eh, it's par for the course, that kind of thing. That's what you get when you live in West Jerusalem. Uh, and then really dangerously, one across the seat from us, uh, like tipped over sideways and oh, then no. shot into like a, like a bunch of people. And we like oh, ran no. over there cause we were like, Oh my gosh, that was really bad. Luckily nobody was hurt and it was just scared the crap out of everybody and kids were crying and doing all that stuff. But you know, everybody yeah. was like, well, nothing happened. So I think we're okay. You know, and then just we're go not. back to like, lighting stuff. Let's just, like, why don't we stop? Like also, no. if I no, there just, was still two hours of, of entertainment I know. after that. I'm just not a huge, like home fireworks. I, yeah. I like the shows or the, like, you know, the organized ones, but I'm not a fan of home. And then it's also like how many thousands of dollars are you literally burning? Yep. You know what? Just exploding. Experience. You're paying for, like for experience. Fifteen seconds of a shiny light. It was. They had <laughs> so many at this house that the guy uh, uh, lighting them off. His name is Guy. So Guy uh, would light it <laughs> and then turn around to go grab another one to go light it without even watching the one that's exploding. Then wh- no, what is the point? It's for the kids. The kids would watch it and loved it. But Guy was like. If we're going to get through all these, we have got to get moving because we will be here till two in the morning because uh, I bought so many. He went to, he's like, I got these in Toppenish. Like, you don't have I to buy that many. I got these in West Richland. And we stopped at a spot on the 4th of July, which is always the stupidest day to go fireworks hunting, you know, um, because they, they're they like, well, we have poppers and a couple of smoke bombs. <laughs> um, and it's $150. Is that okay? Yeah. You know, and so... <laughs> Um, we, we did get a few things and, and took them over because I didn't want to show up at a barbecue with like nothing, you know what I mean? Yeah. But obviously my stuff was like, well, I could tell when I brought the bag and he's like, oh, cool. Um, well, we could go light those off right now. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, it's five o'clock and it's still very bright out. Yeah. And he's like, oh yeah, well we can wait for, you know, yeah. <laughs> I mean, in, in his mind, I'm sure he's like, uh, Hey man, uh, I've got this all timed out. Yeah. We're going to be lighting these things off from the moment. It's kind of dark. Yeah. Uh, to, it, was, it really started getting going around like nine eight five nine yeah it wasn't even dark yet and people but it was like twilighty so you could see him a little bit better it was a great time i did decide one of my neighbors shot off it like something it just was like six or seven like light balls that went up and it wasn't very loud no keep going there i think you're gonna get it you're gonna just you're gonna (laughs) you're gonna nail it no light balls yeah, that's the best word mm-hmm. I can use to explain sure. it. Um, and it wasn't like loud. Can you make the sounds for no, me? No, it wasn't loud. I oh. didn't hear it. Oh, and so okay. I was like, that one, I can get behind that. Okay. It's fine. But that was his only he one. He was doing uh, some of the mortars that um, like when they light off, when they go up, not even when they explode in the air, but as soon as they come out of the shell casing in the ground, it like thumps in your chest. It's yeah. like, boom. Like that yeah. kind of thing. Uh-huh. You're like, oh my gosh, this is crazy. It was wild. It yeah. was. That's a no. It was a good time. Played a lot of cornhole. We'll see. Uh, ate some good food. Yeah, those it are good It was fantastic things. times. It was good. I like Fourth of July in Tri Cities. It's fun. It's a good holiday okay. here. 
It's a good holiday. Don't get 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 over it. It's great. Get I don't over. like I don't like that it's on a Monday. Because uh, I'll tell you what, waking up this morning was a bit rough. Yeah. Well, you were up at I early. had to be like ready to go at WSU at six o'clock. Yeah. So I wasn't up that early. So, and I will say this: it did scare me. Uh, the other like two nights ago, I was it was probably like eleven o'clock. I'm going to bed. And all of a sudden, I hear either, either one of three things. A, gunshots. Uh-huh. B, fireworks. Probably that. Mm-hmm. C, someone knocking at my door. One yeah. of those three things just happened. <laughs> Two of them scare the crap out of me at 11 o'clock at night. The other one kind of scares the crap out of me, but I'm, I can get past it. Yeah. I resolved in my mind that it was C, fireworks, and I went to you, bed. But I don't know for sure. <laughs> you changed the order. Anyway, it's okay. Did I? Oh, whatever. I thought it was... Uh, oh, yeah, B. Yeah. B, yes. <laughs> But honestly, I was pay- I was walking back. I had turned off all the lights and was walking back. And I heard him go, thum, thum. and I go, is that? I-, I stopped in my doorway in my bedroom. And I'm like, was that somebody knocking on my door? <laughs> no, it's 1115. That's got to be fireworks. Then I go to bed. I, li- I lay down. I'm like, uh-huh. probably fireworks, right? Probably fireworks. It's got to be fireworks. Uh, I mean, if they really needed you, God, they would have knocked fireworks. again. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> So one of those things, uh, but that was a good times. Nice. Uh, we also had church on the day before yeah. on July 4th. Which How did is, that go? Yeah, it was uh, interesting. It was great. <laughs> I was nervous because, um, you know, we, we all, summertime's always tricky on holidays, mm-hmm. but I felt like this one was especially tricky yeah. because people could leave on Friday, go camping until Monday night and or if they took off two, I mean, you know, like... Mm-hmm. The length at which they could go made it so that they were probably not going to drive back into the Tri-Cities to come to church on no, Sunday. No, for sure not. And I knew of just people in our small group, pretty much everyone gone. Yeah. You know what I mean? And rightfully so. Like, good. You have a cabin. You have a boat. You're, you're going camping, doing things. Um, and so I, I knew it was going to be a bit of a slim pickings one. Um, and yet, great turnout. It was oh, awesome. Cool. So thank you for those of you who decided somewhat to be like, well, let's just do a real nice kudos to Brent and decide to show up, <laughs> I guess, or something. Uh, I guess we'll show up. But my parents came. Oh, wow. Which was exciting because they never even told me they were going to come. Nice. And uh, so my dad said I brought my, my heckling voice in the back <laughs> and did all that. So which is always so funny, Dad. So funny. Uh. Um, and uh, <laughs> we continued our series. I call it the crisis of decline. We talked a little bit about Moses and uh, in the encounter with the burning bush and, and the indescribability of God or the unexplainable. We like our things explainable. We like everything kind of des- like designed and programmed. And I like to be able to, if I don't know what that is, I feel like I could go to Wikipedia and figure it out. Or we could stick some of our best people on it. And even if we don't know what it is now, in our mindset, we will know what it means in a few years. I'm reading this brain book that I mentioned last mm-hmm. week in, yep. in this and he's hypothesizing about what the future looks like with our discoveries with the brain. And even even in reading with that and in imposing that over onto this this series and being like, we do think, we, we do live, there are, there are a, a general consensus of society that says, we're going to discover some pretty crazy cool things. And a lot of the things that we don't know, we will know soon, right? Uh, and while that is true, and I'm glad for scientific discovery and the onslaught of it coming uh, we do still, uh, there is still this indescribability. There is still this, the more we discover, it also is true. The more we realize how much we don't know. 
and that unexplainableness and that um, when we when we demand of God to explain himself in the same way that we would say, oh, you are a, you know such and such scientist, well, explain this to me, explain this. And mm-hmm. we, we feel like we kind of, they deserve to explain it to us. That's just not how he works. And he, in, in his encounter with Moses, he'd be like, even if I was to give you words to describe what mm-hmm. I am and who I am, you would have no comprehension about this. I could dumb it down for you, but then it would be to kind of even limit myself in this. Um, I will be what I will be, or my actions will speak for themselves. I'll be whatever it is that I'm going to be. And I tried to liken that, and I think this is a good analogy, into kind of the history sort of piece even discussing how America came to be as a nation and saying we don't often think of uh, inexplicability or or uh, a lack of uh, a foresight or the impossibility of things happening historically. Like after they happen, we come up with all re- all kinds of reasons why they happened. Oh, well, yeah. I mean, of course America was founded. Like there's taxation without representation. What happens when that happens is – and then we, we, we know, well, they had all the resources they need. There's a lot of distance between us and England. Um, there was already dissension. They were already looking for freedom. That's who came – that's the type of people who came across the mm-hmm. pond because they were looking for sort of freedom. So we have all these things to be able to explain it. Never mind the fact that when you read actual historical documents about the American Revolution, the improbability of it actually succeeding and even getting off the ground Mm -hmm. we forget they didn't come over here to start a new nation they came to build new york right Mm -hmm. like this is york city but the new version of york yeah we are expanding our empire we are pro-empire we 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 came over here out of uh like on a mission to expand the british influence amongst the world um to then a few years later uh, be looking at it and saying now we're gonna you know form a revolution is an impossible thing. Otherwise, King George would have never let them get on the boats in the first place. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So even historically, there's an impossibility. We, we, we play these things out, and on the other side of things, we tend to reason or use reason or explanation, but so much of our life is inexplicable and unexplainable. And I just think, I think that that's an interesting way to piece it together because we oftentimes will, will include that in scientific talk. It's easier to make that transition to it, but I think it's true from a historical standpoint as well. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. So uh, takeaways from you. Um, first of all, you kept saying reflection about rainbows and it's refraction. So I'm sure uh, my kids told me correction. refraction and I said reflection. So uh, good <laughs> catch on that one. There. Yeah. Because you said it multiple times. Did and I? I was well, like, whatever. Meow. Refraction of light. Yeah. Yes, you're right. Um, Thank you. And then I was just thinking when you were Did talking. Did you see the rainbows, by the way? Did you uh, actually get a chance? No, to- I didn't. I mean, I saw the sunset, but I didn't actually leave my apart my house i just said apartment uh, yeah. uh, my upgrade, house upgrade. um because uh, i don't know i just was i think i was like watching the witcher or something i don't know um and uh we need to talk about that you just <laughs> threw that out there like that's no big deal <laughs> the, the second time you're watching horror movies it's not a horror movie Is it's it? a fantasy there's monsters but it's not a horror movie oh i thought it's it was fantasy. like a horror show no oh um okay. Anywho, um, when you were talking, though, I was thinking about like living with wonder. And even in the things you can explain, you can find what things to wonder about and yeah. things to wonder at. And so like even as we learn more and more, have more and more knowledge, like having an attitude of wonder towards what we're learning and what we're doing and how we're learning it is important because it allows space for something new to like happen and for something different to happen than you would expect. And so I think like there's that piece of it too, of like, I'm gonna approach the world with like awe and wonder 
even when I can explain what's going on. So even though I know exactly what's happening with a rainbow, it's still really, it's still really cool. cool. Yeah. And I still will leave my house to take pictures of it and look at them. Yeah. And every time I see sunshine and there's rain happening, I am like head on a swivel looking for the rainbow. Right. Right. Like I understand where it's going to be and how it works, but that doesn't make it less amazing. Yeah. It doesn't make it less. It doesn't it probably less... really capture the beauty of it yeah, seeing yeah. it in person too, right? I mean, that's, no. that's the funny part about like people filming their fireworks. Oh, yeah. Like, I mean, it doesn't really capture the Yeah. <laughs> you can post it, but nobody's in awe with it. Like, you have to be there to actually see that well, sort of I stuff. mean, and fireworks, too, is like, yeah, it's the pretty lights, but it's also the, like, visceral, like, oh, that thing just exploded, and I felt it I in my it. whole body. I, yeah, I feel it. Yeah. I'm so. digging the ashes out of my hair. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> I'm worried about my kid. Oh, uh, yeah. Yes, 100%. <laughs> yes. Is my kid a pyro now? Yes. <laughs> It's shameful how much Grayson loved last night. He was like, oh, dad, I think I found out what I want to do with my life. You know, you know I mean, there are careers in that kind I of know, stuff. So. I know. Yeah. Yeah. Except uh, that you like lose body parts like fingers and I don't fair. know. Anyways. That's fair. Yeah. Um, the other thing I was thinking when you during the talk when I was listening to it was the um, like God saying to Moses, I, I, I am who I am. Like. I I don't owe you anything. I don't, like right? I you I'm unexplainable. Yeah. But I like I am me. Yeah. And like also that like you know not that we are God but the idea of like we also are somewhat unexplainable, right? Like who are you? Well, I can give you a list of things that might help you understand who I am, but also I am just me, right? Like Yeah. I'm not I'm not fully explainable through just words like you have to know me and be in relationship with me to know who I am yeah and it's not it's not describable and so like there's that part of it too also the like I you can't describe me because you don't have the knowledge to know who I am like God saying that to us yeah um but I don't know like I thought that I like no that's good I really like that even in the relational piece of it uh, in uh long-term relationships uh, it is important to be like I there are parts of me I would either forget to tell you or like, or I don't even know about myself that you bring out in me. Right. Yeah. So like dating is not, let me know everything about you. It's, it's about, let me be around you. Let me experience it and, and get to know a version of you that maybe nobody else even knows. Well, and like the too. version we hold of ourselves is sometimes different than the version other people. Cause I know I have several times, um, like had friends or other people say things about me and I've been like, Oh, I guess I am like that. Yeah. I never thought of it before or I never like really looked at it that way. And so even if like I'm going to try and describe myself to you, it's going to be incomplete because I only have my own version of that. Yeah. I don't like I don't see myself from outside of myself and not like obviously God is God and can see him. I don't know. Yeah. That's different. But like just that like I don't I'm going to give you the version of me that I think I know but that's going to be different and I'm slightly different with every person I have a relationship with because of them and who they are. Yeah. So. Yep. That's good. Yeah. Anything else? That was it. Okay. I I really didn't have much more um, than, than what I talked about, uh, on, on Sunday to be like, Oh, I definitely want to talk about in the podcast. I talked a little bit early about the decline stuff and, and tried to liken it to the video rental market and mm-hmm. saying, what do you do 
when the numbers are coming in? Are you brave enough to be able to look at it and be honest with yourself? And I, I really do feel like that's a critical piece that we're that I'm that I'm trying to do with this uh, with this series, and then also just the reality of kind of where we're at as a nation. Like going, hey, let's not like say, well, eighty percent still pretty good. There are eighty one percent of people who believe in God. That's still a pretty good number. We'll be good. We'll we'll, we'll be fine. But mm-hmm. to actually go, nope, that means, you know, I want to be brave enough to kind of see reality for where it is. And, uh, and, and not that, like I said, brave might not be the word, because then that makes me feel egotistical. How brave am I, right? Uh, awareness, I don't know, self-reflection, mm-hmm. uh, self-awareness, something like that. So uh, is, is a big deal. So yeah, it's good. All right, let's jump into our something interesting. Let's do it. How about that? I go first, right? Yeah, you go first. Um, from my favorite podcast, Radio Lab. Um, I learned about a new organ in our body, which I thought I knew about, but apparently not. Have you ever heard of the thymus? Uh, no, but it sounds like thyroid, so I guess it's up by there. Is it brain uh, It's not in your brain. It actually lives right above your heart. Okay. And what it does is it teaches your T cells, which are like your white blood cells or your like cells that help fight um, like diseases, invaders, and stuff. It helps teach your T cells what is you and what is not you. So speaking of self. Um, and so it like basically what it does is it like weeds through the T cells and any T cells that would attack like you, your like because they have like little protein defined T cells. So they're the cells in your body, they're okay. like part of your white blood cells situation. Okay. They um they like help defend against like viruses or foreign objects or other things like that. So important. they're part they're part of your immune system. Okay, um, a fairly important part of your immune system. And so as they're getting developed and as they're like getting grown, they go into the thymus and the thymus kind of weeds through and it kills the ones that would attack yourself and it keeps the ones that will attack foreign things. And so it in a like generalized kind of like like not scientific version it teaches your cells what it like what is me and what is not me and it teaches them to only fight the things that are not my body so um so that when an invader like an invader cell comes in like a virus or a bacteria or whatever those cells are like oh that's not me so i'm gonna attack it and one of the things that is so one thing that area that this is big in is like organ donation because one of the things if you get an or, an organ donated to you you have to be on immunosuppressants your whole life because your t cells will be telling it the whole would time would be like the whole time would be like foreign 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 that's not me so they would try and attack it oh interesting so one thing they're going they're like starting to do is also transplant part of so like whoever I get, like let's say I need a new heart. I'm going to get that heart from the person that I'm getting it from and I'm going to get part of their thymus. Mm. So that yeah. So that my body will now be taught not to attack my new heart, but I also still have my old thymus, so I'm not attacking the other parts of me as well. So are they trying to graft those two things together? Yeah, I don't know exactly how they, I didn't, I didn't know how exactly they were doing it because I was listening to it while I was mowing the lawn. But um, it's really cool. And apparently they just did it with a, um, a little baby boy who needed a new heart and they also transplanted um, a thymus. But I guess they like take the thymus and it, 
they like strip out all of the already made cells in it and then just like put the framework in the organ recipient. So maybe adapts yeah. to the heart and the other, yeah. the rest so, of it. Interesting. Yeah. But yeah. I was like, that's really cool. Yeah. So there you go, world. It is nice to be living <laughs> in a world uh, that is, that, that's an option, right? Yeah. Like, yeah. I, so the hope the is, time. the hope is that these patients can stop taking immune suppressants at yeah. some point in their life. Which is going to mean a healthier, more full life for them. Yeah, 100%. So, yeah. yeah. Good. All right. Uh, mine has to do with a hike that I took uh, part in last week. Last week, we hosted our external board member, Dave, here. And uh, we went on a little hike on Tuesday. When did we record? We recorded Monday. On, on Monday, right? Yeah. So, just making sure I didn't already talk about this. Yeah. I want to make sure yeah, I didn't. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and so on Tuesday, he, he, uh, he's a big outdoors guy, loves hikes. And so I, he, but he comes from the Midwest and so not a lot of Hills, not a lot of, when he drives over the mountains, it's always like, dude, the pass was unbelievable. And I was like, oh yeah, I forget that that part of the, <laughs> this part of the world is like pretty ridiculous. You know yeah. what I mean? Um, like, uh, we went up and, uh, floated in the, uh, like Leavenworth, like oh, floated okay. down this week on Saturday. This yeah. is, oh, this is a whole separate thing. I forget how incredible the enchantments are that building range holy smokes those mountains are unbelievable unbelievable like leavenworth beautiful and anyways that's not what i'm talking about but uh so i took him down to the (laughs) gorge and we did a gorge hike and i asked uh somebody on our coffee team uh about a month ago when kylie and i were doing our anniversary with some good hikes to go on for an anniversary hike and he sent me a list of like seven which is the best like that's what you need you need somebody who's gone on these before Knows what the parking situation is like. Directions, how hard is this trail? I mean, that's that's like half the work is, yeah. is finding legit resources to be like, I want to go. Where should I go? Mm-hmm. Like, I'm I'm done with Badger. Let's do something fun, right? Yeah. Not hot. That's That was the idea was I don't want to smoke him out with 100 degrees <laughs> in the Tri-Cities because if you remember on Monday, it was 104. Yeah, it was pretty hot. Yeah. Um, and so we went to a place called Tamanawas Falls and it is, uh, a, a, on the, like you go to hood river Mm -hmm. and then you go left. So on the Washington side, on the Oregon side, Oh, on the Oregon side, deeper into Oregon towards Mount hood left. Um, yeah. yeah. And so you enter into the national forest there and then it's probably just a little bit past that. Um, and it was an incredible two mile hike that is fairly flat. So, there were families doing it, and uh, you go along a river, and it's all shaded, so it was nice and cool. Um, it was like you pay like five dollars for parking, uh, basically, and then uh, like like I said, two miles in probably. And I don't know what the eva- uh, elevation was, but couldn't have been more than maybe five hundred feet mm-hmm. total. I mean, the whole thing maybe. Um, and then the payoff at the end is this giant hundred foot wide. Uh, no, let's see, hundred. Let's see, hundred foot tall, forty foot wide. Um, waterfall nice and gorgeous like the scenery i was going to show you a picture but i, don't I think know. i saw one on the gram oh did i post one on there Insta. okay yeah i think i did yeah. you're right i got a video <laughs> though of it like the mist like when you're standing like the, like i said like the photos again talking about not being able to capture yeah, the beauty uh-huh. of it i remember looking up there watching this thing coming down hearing it feeling it feeling mm-hmm. the mist hit you uh and then all obviously the payoff because you just spent an hour hiking or whatever yeah um, like being like, this is incredible. And you take a photo and you're like, that's pretty good, but <laughs> like not what it is. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. Um, totally worth it. And 
an awesome hike. Plus, cool. Hood River is fantastic. Yep. Uh, we went and got some some lunch there and, and walked the little downtown area for a little bit. And uh, They have a really great park right on the water. Dig it. Dig it a lot. So yeah. That has awesome playground for kids. Usually they have uh, kite surfers and stuff. The wind was yeah. so incredibly high. Oh, they um, like, weren't doing I it. Didn't, I saw a few out there, yeah. but there were like white caps everywhere. So I imagine yeah. there are a lot of people going, yeah, not today. Yeah. But I don't know. Sometimes there are maybe, crazy people out there. Maybe. And I just didn't see them. Yeah. Um, but it for our area it was very sheltered, and so we were not like roasting hot. We weren't wind blown or anything like that. So and cool. highly highly recommend. Cool, cool. T a m a n a w a s Tamanawas Falls. Nice. And uh, yeah, family friendly. Do it. Check it out. <laughs> awesome. Stop by Dopio. That's our favorite. Co- that's Kylie uh, and I's okay. favorite little coffee shop in Hood in River. In Hood River. Nice. Right on the main street. Super good. All right, anything else? That's it. Okay, that'll do it Uh, for this week's episode of Say Something Interesting. We've got a couple of summer uh, events or summer, uh, what what do we call them, groups. Sure. Uh, We we checked out, uh, Anne is leading a uh, mom and kids like group that meets at different play areas in like splash pads or parks uh, every other week or so. And we stopped at the other one the other day. It was awesome. Uh, we've got a summer backyard hangout with Daniel and Michael in a few weeks uh, on a Sunday evening. We'd love to, for you to check that out. We've got uh, a back alley fundraiser for Partner Haiti in August. So, cool. you know, if you're looking for places to connect, check out the community marketplace. Go to eastlaketricities.com slash marketplace. Uh, find some options and get plugged in outside yeah. of what we do on Sunday mornings. Other than that, we will see you in person or online at 10 a.m. this Sunday for part three and the conclusion of our series, The Crisis yeah. of Decline. Should we? No podcast next week, though, because yes. Brent and I are both out of town. So yes. don't we are, be sad. We will be camping and you will be at the coast again. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Your your second favorite place on, on planet I mean, Earth. I mean, maybe, maybe, maybe favorite. first favorite place. Yeah. yeah. Your, <laughs> your cats would be so offended. They would... <laughs> so offended because I know you don't take him with you so Uh, (laughs) all right have a good week guys bye